In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents At Betches a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Jordana Abraham, Sammy Sage, and me, Aileen Drexler. We talk about it all from the latest celeb drama to the best movies to TV shows that we're so obsessed with right now. We share all of our thoughts, even the unpopular ones. Welcome to our pop culture group chat. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Aileen. And I'm Jordana and Sammy is recovering from the dentist and she <laughs> seems a little potentially drugged up from whatever they gave her. So she opted to not embarrass herself on this show. So the two of us are taking it. From here. I, yeah, I really wish she would have been able to join because it reminded me of that episode of the Kardashians when Courtney, do you ever see that scene when Courtney's face is like half numb and it's like really, really funny. Alexa sends me that gif about once a year. I have not seen that scene, but it, I did want someone else to incur the laughter that I got when I got my braces on and had a full, full list. So I was hoping that Sammy could get a taste of that, but she's opted out. Next time. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we have a lot to discuss. Many things, many things. Before we get into all the celeb news, I assume we all watched VPR reunion last night. Yes. Part two. Yes. What did you think? I thought it was funny that they were like trying to talk about other stuff besides the scandal and like it all just kept coming back to that. Like yeah. they wouldn't let it. And I mean, fair, fair enough, because nothing else is particularly interesting. But they spent like two seconds just trying to like throw in there to say they covered it. Uh-huh. Like, like, I think the part about um, Sheena's wedding and Tom Schwartz being a, like a groomsman for Brock and you only know him like that was like literally what you saw on the trailer mm-hmm. on like the preview was like the entire discussion of it and then no one cared. Anymore. And it kept coming back anyway. Anytime that they would like <laughs> even talk to James about anything else, he would just start scream talking like faster than anybody has ever spoken before and then screaming about him cheating, Tom cheating. Yeah. It was very funny. I mean, they're all so <laughs> absurd. If I if I were Tom, I wouldn't be like trying to comment on all these other things happening. I would just be like He very, can't help himself. I would just be like very quiet. Obviously, whenever he says something, comments on anything else that's happening, like people are just going to yell at him. Like the drinking? Yeah. Oh, my God. That was He literally walks around. His hand is attached to a course light. It's so weird. It's very bizarre. It's so weird that that's your drink of choice. (laughs) Like Coors Light, no offense to Coors Light, but they are so not that good. I'm not really like in the beer game, so I don't know, but. I guess it's, just, it's not, I don't know. It's just like a weird thing to like be obsessed with. I don't know. Maybe it's not, but I would think it is. And now like Raquel, Rachel drinks it. I just, it's so weird. I mean, we'll get into her in a minute. But <laughs> she was ice cold. There was, yeah, I feel like there's something wrong with her. Okay. It was very no uncomfortable emotion. in her Andy interview, one-on-one Andy interview when Andy's like, it kind of sounds like you're like blaming her. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. She just kept being like, yeah, she like, you know, she just like never said anything. Like she just like, 
Uh-huh. Um, you know, she's just constantly believing us. Like, so, like, so crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> well, the key to that interview was that she, she did say, like, or at least this is what Tom told me, or Tom made mm-hmm. me believe. And then she says, she did say, like, although emotionless, she did say that she regrets a lot of things and she, has and feels like ashamed. But those sounds like those almost see I'm usually like kind of one to like give the benefit of the doubt for that. But I feel like when she said that it didn't really it feel, felt like a talking point. It didn't oh, feel right. It didn't feel like of course she said she felt ashamed to not say that. I think she would like it would be like over. Oh, I mean, it's already kind of over for her, but it would be like over, over, over. But like to me, I didn't feel like any of that felt at all genuine. It felt like something she had been told to like make oh, yeah. sure that she said. But it was so funny to even see like even when she's talking to Tom in the trailer, she's like, yeah, like it seems like Ariana like thought you were guys were going to be together because you didn't break up with her. That uh-huh. statement. I was like, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> like- yeah. The whole conversation was so ridiculous because then, well, I mean, she did bring up like, okay, it's a little rough for me to watch because it seems like you actually did have like more intimacy than you let on. And, but then he's like, well, yeah. He doesn't it during, it. He's like, yeah. well, yeah, it was during a time when, you know, she used to say a lot of negative things about what I was wearing. And then she started telling me my pants looked really good. Yeah. Like- <laughs> and then she was like, Tom, you do. You do have a good uh, sense of fashion. It's like how tied to your ego are like every is every single decision like it's just based on how well you're complimented. That's the state of your relationship is just like if you're being complimented, it's going well. I get the sense that like their communication was not good. They like did not lift each other up. I think that they like sort of tore each other down. Um, But Tom is sort of using all of that as like his reasoning or or justification for cheating. Right. But it was so clear, though, that everything that they said in that trailer was for the cameras because he got so mad or he was throwing a shit tantrum, shit fit, because he wanted to talk to her without the cameras, meaning he has lots of things to say. So what he wanted to tell her to say, probably, yeah. before she went on. It's <laughs> like, he thinks he, it's just annoying that he thinks he's, like, so smart that, like, no one's going to know exactly what he's doing. It's almost like insulting to the audience as a whole, He looks I think. so dumb and crazy. Oh and mm-hmm. also, you know that, like, we know that TMZ was there because we saw those pics, so we know he knew TMZ was right. there. So, like, he was definitely, like, throwing up his arms as, like, as a show. The other thing that was infuriating to me was when, like, Sheena had that breakdown when she got the letter that said that they were going to, like, cancel You know I was bawling. (laughs) I'm not surprised. Um, And then they pan to Raquel, and she's like, I guess I should have written Sheena, like, a letter. I regret not sending. Wow. Like, she seems upset. Like, I sent her a letter. It's like. Oops, should I leave a note? That's what I'm saying. It just seems like she really doesn't give a shit. That's someone who like really didn't care or didn't think about. Literally, this is the first second you're thinking like, oh, maybe I should have like handled that differently. Like, I actually almost don't even know if it's so cold as it is just like she just seems maybe she's not. And this is like a thing, but she just seems really like stupid. And I hate to use that word. Yeah. Like it really she really does just not seem like she's thought any steps ahead in any situation. But lots of people who like quote, 
Okay, stupid meaning like not smart, meaning like she not emotionally doesn't, intelligent. Maybe not all. emotionally intelligent, but to me that just means she's like detached. And I don't know if it's like a detachment from like her emotions or just like other people's feelings. But when you're detached from other people's feelings, it you are ice cold. Like there's something that's like turned off that doesn't allow you to understand how what you were doing might affect other people. Like what Sheena was saying that made me cry <laughs> besides all of it was that when she was like, I gave her everything. I was there for her. I like gave her a place to live. I, and she, and I, even when I confronted her about it, she said, I would never do that to you. I would, meanwhile, she is doing it to her. Like, and then like, and then on top of all of that, being learning all of that, being betrayed, like she serves me with with these legal documents and my daughter's having a panic attacks watching me cry. Like it's just a lot. And I was just, and then again, like you said, it pans to Raquel. She's just like as if she's watching a fucking episode of Barney. Right. Like literally no, no, nothing. She gives Maybe nothing. Maybe I should write her a letter. I should have written her a letter. Maybe it should have been a no. <laughs> Personalized no. It was just a weird Weird vibes. It was hard to watch. Yeah. And like, it's weird because like, I do feel like if she had handled herself or if maybe I don't know to handle herself, but if she was a different person, like not that she could have been redeemed at this reunion, but I think you maybe, and I guess we haven't seen next episode yet, but I feel like there was potential to feel like some sympathy from her or like some sort of feeling of like, she yeah. really feels terrible about this. Like I fucked up. Holy yeah. shit. And it it just doesn't – it didn't give that vibe at all yet. Yeah, like I was pulled from like the undercurrent with this guy and he made me feel – or like lied to me. And at the same time, she still betrayed her friends. Like at the same time, it's or not even like, like she – Or even like I got caught up, like some sort of like, you know, yeah. like – I lost myself. Something like that. I don't know. If I were her publicist, I would have a totally different – narrative we would have done a lot more practice her publicist is tom sandoval (laughs) right like well that's not a good person to be clearly he's not doing well for himself so i don't think that that's a good person to be taking advice from if i were her crisis pr i would definitely not have gone this route because it just even when she says like we never lied about anything besides the affair affair that we were doing for six months and like like, it's just like no like with no one's gonna respond well to that This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them buttoned up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. Not only are they offering you an unbiased opinion, they're also professionals in the field and they know because you could be going through something and you'll have someone to talk through it, but you could also not be going through something. Things might arise and you don't even realize something is bubbling up. I'm really good at identifying it now, but when I was like very early in my therapy, I didn't really realize I had anxiety or it was really affecting my life. And I figured that out with a therapist and I realized how it was affecting my life. And it was just such a great experience. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, 
H-E-L-P.com slash Betches. If you're looking for simple but quality products for your five-minute makeup routine or want full-face glam that'll stun on a night out, Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards. It's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. My long-standing favorite, as you already know, is their mascara, but my favorite thing about Thrive is that they also support communities that we care about and do their best to give back. And while you know how much I love their mascara, right now I am loving their new Brilliant Eye Brightener. It is a highlighter stick made to brighten and open up your eyes, giving you an instant eye lift. You just apply it to the inner corner of your eyes to look rested and effortless. You can also use it as an eyeshadow for a perfect daytime glow or use the metallic shades for an easy smoky eye. It goes on very easily, making it easy to blend any of the 16 shades. Perfect for a five-minute makeup or a full face glam. Spring is a great time to refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. And right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com betches. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash Betches for 10% off your first order. Oh my God, also shocking was when in the one-on-one with Andy, when she was like, yeah, like we were like going to plan to tell her, maybe we should have done it earlier, but still we would have told her like a much different version of the story. And Andy's like, wait, so you would have truncated it? She's like, yeah. (laughs) Right. And like, I guess, I guess it's good that she was sort of admitting that they would have lied. But again, it was just, there's, there was no, it was just, I don't know, maybe she really is like kind of a sociopath. Like she's like detached from all sense of like emotions. If she were a sociopath, I think she would be better able to like manipulate others and the audience. I really just think she's just not that bright. I hate to say it. I really think that sort of like what it boils down to and maybe she's not like that emotionally evolved. I don't like I don't think she's a sociopath because I just don't think that like she you almost have to have like a little bit of like a charm or charisma in order to do that. And I don't really see any of that. I feel like Tom is definitely one. But it says that it's antisocial. The website's called Mayo Clinic says antisocial personality disorder, sometimes called sociopathy, is is a mental health condition in which a person consistently shows no regard for right or wrong and ignores the rights and and the feelings of others. So, like, maybe not smart, but also (laughs) maybe not, but also hint of maybe this. (laughs) Right. It's possible. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um, The other part that I thought was – was funny was when Allie comes on and they literally treat her like a tiny baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're like, Allie. <laughs> I like her, even she, though I'm like, again, I'm not really sure why she's with. I think the weirdest thing about her is that, that she's, she's with, with James. <laughs> I agree. It's so weird. She's also so just kind of calm in the way she speaks. She's like, yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> I kind of feel like she might be pulling a Raquel in that like, she's not that into James and she just needs to like be with him long enough to establish herself on the show. And then she will leave him because well, this is the best thing that could have happened to her like status because now they, they like her yeah. be- just, just f- to be against Raquel. Right. And I mean, like she seems cool. Like she seems just like a, like more 
normal version. Well, her her obsession with hor- horoscopes is. But uh, that's like everyone in LA. <laughs> I guess. It's like crystals and all that other shit. But like, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like this is a good move for her to get on the show to um, like establish herself without James. And then eventually, I think she will break up with him. I do not see this as like a long term situation. Especially watching the way he could not handle his like anger. Yesterday, he yeah. just walked off three times. And she just doesn't seem like she's like about that. So I just don't understand why he would, she would be cool with that. It's funny how he keeps just blaming everything on being like 31. Yeah. Which I'm is 21. like not that young. <laughs> he's like, I'm 31. Uh, Sandoval is 42. Like, I'm 31. He's 40. It's like very uh, Jessica 34, Mark 24. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I, for- I mean, I forgot about that. Yeah. He. Uh, yeah, James was – he goes so fast when he's just, like, feels like he's put against – like, uh, standing up against a wall or being pushed up against a wall, whatever the phrase is. And he just goes crazy in the circles and he just starts yelling and then he, like, literally combusts and then leaves the room. Yeah. So I don't know how his anger management is going. And they all, like, kind of look away when he talks about how the fact that he's okay drinking now. Everyone's like, eh. <laughs> I don't know, know about that. <laughs> yeah. But I think that I think everyone's kind of like if this were like a regular reunion, I think people would have more to say about his drinking and the way he's acting because it would have just been a bigger piece of the pie to things to discuss. But I think yeah. because the only thing anyone cares about is sort of destroying Tom Sandoval. No one is really going after anyone else. They're all like pretty united in in mm-hmm. like there is one person that that we are against and it is very clear. Ariana is like, I've never seen someone who is like seething that physically. Mm-hmm. Like everything she says kind of feels like she's like, again, totally justified, like barking. Like yeah, she's mad. She just seems like she is like, like she's just waiting for him to say anything and her eyes are like bulging out of her head. She's just like so fucking angry. I've never seen anyone, yeah. anything like it. Um, she says in her like the Call Her Daddy interview that she was just really angry like going into that she didn't want to see them she obviously had to even when he they like suggested Raquel sit next to Tom Sandoval she was like no he is she is not Tom stay where you are and Mandy's like whoa whoa (laughs) yeah she says that That doesn't seem necessary I think that would be very hurtful yeah she says that she was really mad um going into it and sort of blacked out I think she said that but I would too. I would yeah. just be so pissed. Having she to seems- sit through Tom just like going through all the stuff. And then like the audacity for Tom to be like, this is what I was – oh, finally, you're being yourself. This is what I was with. Right. And then it's so – he seems like so full of shit that he's saying that. And then you see in the next episode like, I will always – I know you hate me, but like I will always love you. It's like 10 minutes ago <laughs> and then you Raquel's were saying- like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> 10 minutes ago you were saying like this is the real her and like she deserves this and like uh-huh. she's just like basically like implying that she's like kind of an idiot for not realizing for not like getting the hint idiot, that that was what was happening mean to him all of those things but like again as she keeps coming back to okay so break up with me like just break up i given you all of the openings right don't you're pretend you're freezing to. your sperm Correct. <laughs> like that yeah. to me was just the clearest sign that he's full of shit because someone who is saying that they want to break up with someone isn't going to the clinic mm-hmm. to discuss fusing 
their genes with someone that they are imminently planning to end things with. Yeah. Really rough ride. And Lisa, like, is not backing down from sort of defending them. And Tom Schwartz is taking Xanax on TV. We've completely just lost it. <laughs> it's funny that Sandoval is like, tell them that this is your private medical condition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he like I'm like, you're miked. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> he tries to coach for appearances. Yeah. You can I tell. I think he's doing a good job. Pussy worm, it. bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. This whole cast of characters. I also enjoyed hearing the, you know, the love story between Lala and Randall, how that came about. Oh, I know. I know. I don't know. Like, watching the – I need to rewatch those seasons where Lala comes on and starts dating Randall because I feel like that would be just really interesting. But, like, the flashbacks. Well, I am kind of rewatch. Well, Mike, I told you Mike is – I've created a Vanderpump monster and he's watching. So I'm sort of watching as he's watching. And it's interesting to see people evolve from the show because she comes in very like when she comes in she's like sort of fangirling for Stassi which was funny which is why that comment that Tom made that apparently Lala didn't hear in real time she saw it but he said like oh you pulled out your IUD the minute Stassi Schroeder got pregnant how does he know about her IUD (laughs) I mean well she probably talked about it but um (laughs) she says that she literally would have mauled him on Instagram if she had heard it live (laughs) <laughs> Oi. But wait, so when you watched it, you, you're wa- you're watching that now. I know I'm Sammy and, current episode, and yeah. Sammy and Dylan are rewatching it and doing a podcast oh, extra yeah. podcast it about out. it on Bravo. I mentioned it all, our Bravo podcast. But yeah, I think I kind of like want to see those episodes when she talks about Randall. Yeah, I'm not up to where she's like has met him yet, but she's definitely like I remember having people sign NDAs mm-hmm. and Seems like something you would do if you knew that the guy you were seeing was married. Had like, something to hide. <laughs> yeah. Lala could like could also be a little bit more. I think if she would just be more forthcoming about the mistakes that she has made, it would make her seem less hypocritical. Like, obviously, we're all for like the Tom Sandoval takedown. But like, I understand the point <laughs> of she is not exactly like an innocent angel. Yeah. The same way that she says that Tom has nothing to say about drinking. Right. Yeah. It's like, just say, if you say it, then no one else has to say it, which I don't think people on this cast understand. Like, no one gets it. Spring has sprung, and that means it's time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, new warm weather bedding, Reflight for that summer getaway. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code BETCHES when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code BETCHES. 
Betches. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code Betches. There have been times when I realized I shouldn't have trusted my gut, like watching that extra show when I know I really should go to sleep because I have to wake up early or buying that pair of shoes that I really don't need. Probiotics can help with most of your gut decisions, but if your gut needs a little support, Ritual has your back. I love Ritual. I used to take Ritual's prenatals. It made me feel so strong and healthy during my pregnancy. My nails were so strong. My hair was great. I just really love the brand. Their three-in-one supplement includes a prebiotic, probiotic, and postbiotic with two of the world's most clinically studied probiotic strains Postbiotics provide fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining to support a healthy gut barrier. Ritual's delayed-release capsules are designed to help survive the harsh conditions of the upper GI tract. It's an all-in-one minty capsule, and there's no refrigeration needed. And Ritual uses scientific tools to select lower carbon packaging, prioritizing sustainability sourced ingredients, and set ambitious climate goals. There's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash betches. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash betches for 25% off. Big reunion week for Bravo. I actually have talked all about Jersey with Dylan on Mention It All also. So if you want to hear my takes on Jersey, you can listen there. But let's talk about Summer House. Yes. What did you think when you watched it? I mean... I always I think the reunion is much better than this whole season was. Totally. For sure. So much more interesting. I feel like the season was like kind of a dud. Right. It was just like a lot of Danielle crying. I did enjoy Corey and Sam's sort of relationship. I like I like Sam. I like how sort of she's Oh, I don't like either of them. A lot. You don't like either of them? I don't particularly care for either of them. I feel like they're trying to make us care about them as a couple. Maybe I guess it's working for some works people. Works for me. Works for Graylene. Um, <laughs> Everything for me, works I, on me. <laughs> for me, I don't really care. It seems like a little boring. I'm not like that intrigued by the relationship personally. What I find intriguing about it is that like you watched Winter House. No, I and, didn't. Oh, you didn't. Okay, so oh, he was maybe on. Maybe that's and why. Then he dated this other girl who looks just like Lindsay. I already forgot her name. It was obvious that he was not like that into her, but he was not into her like long term, like okay. didn't want to commit to her. Um, and then it's interesting to see that now he's with another blonde girl, but willing to commit to her. And like just like what the difference in that is. Interesting. Like that to me is the kind of that what's interesting about it that he okay. seems really into her i could see why that would make it more interesting i didn't watch winter house so to me it just seems like, like a, a boring couple yeah. that's into each other also hilarious to cross um both worlds is that part of ariana's whole thing about like tom's timeline is that he didn't want certain things to come out so that he could film winter house <laughs> was he on winter house yeah they come on for cameo or like one to two for a weekend or okay. two nights but they were planning to be on it this season, Tom and Tom. So I think only Tom Schwartz filmed maybe, but then all of it came out and he didn't do it. <laughs> I see. He wanted yeah. to film it. I mean, what did you think of the Summer House finale where Danielle is like kind of trying to like mend things and Lindsay is sort of like, I don't give a shit about you, essentially. Well, also very cold. And I agree with Danielle about how like her face was just really hard to be in front of, I assume, because yeah. of the way that she, again, like, would not show any emotion or – Lindsay's whole thing is that she cannot be wrong. 
Like, she just can't be wrong. She must be right. Mm -hmm. She must be the, like, victim of any fight. And she will yell and she will sort of not see another side. At least for TV, I guess. Right. I, mean, I can't see it another way. So I saw that. Like, you could see that when she's fighting with Carl when she's drunk. And you could also definitely see it with this fight with Danielle. Like, come on. Like, just have a regular conversation. The thing right. that I think Danielle isn't really saying out loud, and maybe and maybe she does say it and it's not on camera, but I think that she just felt, like, really left out. I think and she does, did say that. She, like, so sort she was, like, of we were, say like, the three But not friends. to Lindsay. Yeah. She's, like, we – and, like, you started dating Carl, which is fine, but, like, did no one th- consider maybe, like – a transition period. <laughs> right. Well, I think what she's saying, which is an interesting almost like meta discussion, which is like the drinking. No, I don't even think it's about the drinking. I think she was kind of like, I, we were all friends and then you guys like sailed off into the sunset as like your friends and you kind of left me behind. And like, I think societally we're like, okay with that. Like, it seems like societally we prioritize romantic relationships over friendships. So like yeah. societally, I think, it's not most people might agree like, oh, they're like in a romantic relationship, which now supersedes the friendship. So like you're just going to have to deal yeah. with not having. And you're any- mad because your relationship right. is crumbling. Right. But I don't necessarily think that that is like maybe that's the way we're we're trained to think about it. But I think friendships can be just as important. Maybe. Again, just as important as tough because, like, obviously there's, like, this family unit that starts off of a yeah. relationship that feels, like, maybe more Becomes important. Becomes more but, important, right. yeah. But they're not in that yet, right? And I do think if Lindsay were a good friend, I think that there would be a part of her that would think about Danielle and how she felt in all this and that she might also be going through her own relationship problems and maybe just have gone out of her way to make yeah. her feel more included and less, like, upset i mean it's hard because i've never been in a three person friendship with two people who have started dating so i don't like fully understand what that's like wait i can give you an example of something that happened to me which is not at all like this (laughs) but like a tiny do you know what i'm about to say i think i do from college (laughs) yeah from college when my my roommate who you know he knew and i had like a guy friend for longer than my roommate knew him but apparently they were hooking up and didn't tell me. And one night, like, I came home so drunk, I caught them. But apparently I didn't remember the next day. And I, when they told me. It's like secret, see, which was I, weird I too. felt yeah. really betrayed because they were, like, hiding it from me. But also I was like, wait, this is so weird. I thought we were, like, friends. And now you guys are, like, kind of leaving me here. It wasn't a three trio, but, like, this is the most benign version of, like, this. So I can only imagine how bad Danielle must feel, especially when like no none of the two really give a shit about her feelings about right. it. They're very much like we have each other. We don't really care if you if you feel included, if you don't feel included, like feel however you want to feel. We don't really it's give up a shit. to you to figure that shit out. Yeah. And that's why I think what I was saying was that Lindsay needs to be right. I think she also needs to feel like the good guy. She can't feel like a bad guy. So she's just like Nothing I did was wrong. You've always known I needed a, I want I needed a partner. I finally found one. You should be happy for me. 
Like, this is about me. Like, you should be kind of going out of your way to be happy for me. But, like, there's no ever, like, a consideration of, like, wait, maybe what I'm doing might actually be hurting Danielle. Right. Like, like you said, let's go out of my – let me go out of my way to make sure she's okay. But there's none of that. And I think if she did do that, Danielle would feel happier Yes, yes. Her. She would feel like, oh, like – Included. There's like, right. There's in- included and also just, like, that there's more, like, intimacy in the friendship. And it's a two-way intimacy that, like – she like Lindsay can be there for her and she can be there for her. And like, and I think the more intimately involved you are in someone's life, the more happy you are for anyone. Like the better friends you are with someone, the happier you are when something good happens to them. I think that's sort of just like a natural feeling. Cause you're more like clued into the whole situation. You know, more of the ins and outs. You're like yeah. intimately involved in the whole thing. But I do think the other piece of it, which they sort of touched on in the reunion was that Danielle was worried that the drinking thing was not, like, solved. Mm -hmm. And they just moved on so quickly. I wonder if she really cared about that, though. Like, you think that this is just one of the – a reason? I Yeah, I'm, like, sort of on Danielle's side generally, but I do think the thing about their fight and Montauk about the drinking, like, I think all couples kind of, like, have – No, not even that. Not them drinking, but more so just the fact that Carl – does not like it when Lindsay drinks mm-hmm. and Lindsay will not stop drinking right. for him. I, and yeah. she's like, is this really like what you're going to jump into? Like, this is a big thing you should probably solve before you're engaged. But he did. Carl did say, I mean, Lindsay didn't say this because she seems to want to project like the perfect relationship. Sure. Carl did say like, we are in couples therapy. It is an issue with us. It's something that we're continuing to work on, which to me was like, yeah, kind of enough. But like, I would think it would have been better if Lindsay said that or said that, or it was like open or real about that. It didn't seem like she was like talking about any of the issues that they really had like at all. And I think that's sort of the most, like you said, she always wants to be right. The relationship she's in is perfect. Everyone is against her. It's very like, it seems to be sort of her talking points. But I think if she had said it instead of Carl and she had said it to Danielle, like if she, if they had just had an honest conversation about it where Danielle was like, I feel like the fact that he doesn't want you to drink is like just something that you should I should really make sure that you're like aligned with before you get into a serious relationship. And then Lindsay said, yeah, totally. Like that makes sense. It is something that we've had issues with. We're actually going to couples therapy and like making sure that like we're both on the same page and we both feel comfortable about everything. I think it would have been like done. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I could see Danielle being like, okay, Rob doesn't want to go to couples therapy, so I'm going to start projecting that further and be like, well, should you really be in couples therapy before you're getting married? Like, I could almost see that go that way. But it's all really stemming from probably the issue of, like, no one is acknowledging the fact that I'm being left behind. Yeah. I think you could be in couples therapy before you get married. For sure. You should. But anyway, yeah. I thought it was pretty good. You could tell Lindsay just gets caught in so much shit and just stares there, like, stands like, uh... Yeah. When they were, like, calling her out for being really mean to, like, the Bravo staff and, like, Andy had to yell at her, she had nothing to say about that. (laughs) Yeah, I think she's, like, probably kind of a raging bitch, which is sort of funny that, like, she and Carl are together because I don't know. He does get kind of uh, testy. Sober Carl is, like, not that I don't like him sober because I don't want to be, like, not in support of his sobriety, but he just seems, like, not having nothing to do with his drinking, he just seems, like, kind of lame. This whole season. Again, I'm not saying it's because he's not drinking. Maybe it's – I think it's because he's with Lindsay, maybe. Um, I think he is a lo- – He, I, I think what we're getting is not really the fact that he's sober, but the fact that he is nervous to be on the show 
and he's like very defensive maybe of his sobriety and the fact that he's with Lindsay who is very much not sober and also kind of a lunatic. I mean, and she, let's and that's kind of what Kyle was saying. It's like, yeah, yeah I'd be worried yeah. about someone dating Lindsay. She's like kind of crazy is sort of yeah, what he like, said. And like, I'm sure Carl has some feelings about that deep inside of him. Paige seemed to be like saying a lot and doing a lot of like eye rolling and under breath mum- mumbling, right. muttering. Um, she seems to really hate Lindsay, but Lindsay was like, whatever, it's better to be like fucking crazy than boring. I mean, Lindsay is in PR, so I do believe a lot of the things she's saying that she would yes. be very calculated about like mm-hmm. how to go about all of these moments. And even I read something about like, I saw an article, like some sort of clickbait article about like when they were getting married or something. And like Lindsay's talking to like, they're talking to like Us Weekly or some one of those it was people, whatever, one of those things about like when they were, she's like, and of course we're going to film the wedding because like we couldn't do that to the fans. Like we couldn't just yeah. like not give them like the filmed wedding when they watched us this whole time. I'm like, that's a classic response. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like a little bit of a feeling of like self-importance, which I find to be annoying. The thing about the, um, the people magazine though, is that the guy who actually did the article says that that was not true. And, um, like what page said about them that they planned the people piece. He was like, no, that's not how it works. That's not how People Magazine works. And we did not plan it. Do you believe she started the Dumois rumors about the cheating? Um, I could see it. (laughs) I don't, I didn't believe them when they, she said that she's never sent a story in ever. Like there's no way that's like, she's a Vanderpump saying that. She owns a PR company, supposedly, I think. If she still does, maybe. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competition for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios in Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant nearly 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitor are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. I'm Betcha's co-founder, Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button-down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. 
Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Al Pacino is expecting, again, at 83, with his 29-year-old girlfriend. She's eight months pregnant, and this is all very... (laughs) Just the the first thing I think about is like the sex. It's like the first thing I think about anytime I hear this type of age gap because you know obviously they probably they had they had sex, um, <laughs> and she. I mean, she's they've been seeing each other since the pandemic. This is a pandemic relationship. <laughs> that that might be the oldest I've heard potentially for a father. I think. Have you heard of older? I can't remember. Um, he's going to be over a hundred when this kid graduates high school, which is I mean, a rough. If if <laughs> if he, makes he is it. around, I mean, if he that's makes sort of it. the unsaid situation. Um, um, she apparently dates very rich older men. She was previously linked to Mick Jagger, who is seventy nine. Um, and he already has a daughter who Julie, who's thirty three, and twins who are twenty two. So his daughter is. Our age, which is interesting, and yeah, it's like it's gonna be a fun kids, family tree. Yes, the a few of the I guess at least the daughter is old enough to be the baby's mom, and apparently Al, <laughs> Al, it's weird to call him Al, is um, older than her dad. So <laughs> maybe he has some like younger frozen sperm that he used. I could maybe. see that for him. Is there an age at which, like, it's hard for a man to have a child? What do you mean? Like, does, like, do you get decreased fertility as a man yeah. after yeah. a certain, like. It definitely goes down, but it's not, like, it's not the same as for women. Right. Well, I guess, okay, if he's 83 and his oldest daughter is 33, that means he had his first kid at 50. Yeah. Which is also kind of crazy. Yeah. That happens all the time, though. Right. I just, I just keep picturing the sex. That's really. <laughs> Why do you keep picturing this act? I can't help myself. One time I saw Al Pacino walking down the street. We were crossing a crosswalk opposite of each other and he saw me see him and he walked really far away from me. <laughs> he made he went out of his way to sort of not let me say hello, which I wouldn't have. That happened to me also with Mary Kate or Ashley Olsen. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> I was this was happens like a couple of months ago. I was walking down the street and I saw someone in like a long, like a short blonde woman with a long black kind <laughs> of looked like she was like a like a vampire. Yeah, or something <laughs> like that. It was like also like 75 degrees. It was like a very <laughs> <laughs> definitely one of them. And I was like, this is a weird like Olsen type look. And then I walked past and I looked behind and it was like Barry Kate or Ashley again. I don't know the difference. <laughs> And I think she saw me looking at her and then she like stopped and went to like the side for me to continue. <laughs> Move um, along. Move yeah. along. Which then confirmed that it was definitely her. So that must be like this. I wonder if that's like in the unwritten celebrity handbook. Just like. <laughs> just detour. to the side. Right? <laughs> um, well, Al was wearing slacks. Um, all right. New- more news in the celebrity world. Blue Ivy makes her Renaissance tour debut. She is seen doing like a surprise um, dance routine yes. on stage at Beyonce's tour and her concert. Um, 
you and know, the, some people are saying that the dancing was subpar. <laughs> I mean, she it feels is so 11. weird to critique an 11 year old, but that is also why I watch Master Chef's Ju- Chef Juniors. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, I watched it. No, I didn't think she was that bad. She's the dog. She got like a full ovation. Like everybody was clapping for her. Here's the thing. If she were like just auditioning as a regular normie, would she have gotten the part? No. Pops not. She's not like like Maddie Ziegler dancing, like hardcore dancer. I think she was just getting an applause because she was the daughter and she's making an appearance, which she rarely does. And she, you know, did some dance moves. Does she have her dad's dance moves? Sort of. Okay. (laughs) It wasn't wasn't so bad. It was just like an 11-year-old dancing. Can she sing? I feel like she would, I would imagine she would be able to sing pretty well. Well, clearly if she's dancing, maybe not. Maybe not. (laughs) Um, But we'll see as her her voice matures. Yeah, and she's 11, so I think we can, yeah. like, relax, but... Yeah, yeah, relax, Also, everybody. like, I mean, it's I think nice, it's cute. It's nice that she had the opportunity. I think so. it's so <laughs> cute. Like, your mom is mad famous, so is your dad, obviously, and so, so fucking rich. So much just, pressure. Yeah, too, so much yeah. pressure. But she, like, didn't... She, she danced. She wasn't nervous. I'm sure she's not, like, that shy, um, considering that, like, you know, she's told who she's the child of all the time. Um, they just bought like the most expensive house in oh, yeah. California, all cash. Like they're fine. I thought it was, I think it's cute that the mom, like it's just a mom and a daughter like, hey, join my concert. So <laughs> but take like your daughter to work day. <laughs> to the 11th degree um, for sure. But it is what it is, whatever. Okay. So did you hear the news about Kim Cattrall? She's returning to and just like that. Despite all the feud rumors, but although this yes. is like seems like a little misleading, it's okay. Yes, I did hear, and she posted it, and she wrote today, and she wrote Happy Pride. <laughs> um, she's not even, she's not like filming with them. She filmed completely away from them. She didn't have to have any interaction with them, and it's also like a phone scene, and it's like one cameo. How much do you um, think they paid her for it's this? A phone cat. Ca- oh, I feel like a lot, a lot. A lot, a lot. Um, I bet you they had, they did what she wouldn't even like do the phone call with um, Sarah Jessica Parker. She probably like did it on her own and then they'll like piece it together. Yeah, to no, guess, that's, right? that, that is definitely, she, they had no, oh, she had she no interaction oh, okay. with anybody in the cast. But um, they said she, she was dressed, right? So it's not just like a FaceTime. So I assume it's like a back and forth showing them have a com- conversation, but they're not together. Well, this tells you everyone has a number. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> Everyone has a number, A, and B, that's really it. And she, but they and also they said this strategically right before the show is coming out. Like this was clearly like, we're going to do this. The show is coming out. We need some press around it. Like it's almost like a paid press opportunity, I think. It's brilliant for her, but she is not going to be like a continuation of her character. I think it's just considered a cameo. Okay. So maybe they like have a closure combo. And that's it. Okay. Maybe they're going to kill her off or something. <laughs> it's like... um. So from her deathbed, the, the call. <laughs> Hello. Carrie, Carrie, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, listen, I might be more likely to watch because I want to see how that... I'm excited to see out. Aiden. Oh, yeah. Aiden, too. Aiden's going to be on. 
I'm pumped. I'm pumped for this. I am pumped. I mean, they are like really milking this franchise. Like they're squeezing every last drop There's out of it. There's nothing left. Until Only there will carcass. be like no more money to be made. Uh-huh. Yeah, they might as well. So I guess like whatever, they've leaned into that and it's working. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. They're getting everybody back. They don't even give a shit. Who do we want to send to the Caymans this week? Do we want to send Lindsay Hubbard? Um, Hubbard? Is that how you I, it? Yeah, Hubhouse. For her cold attitude towards Danielle? Yes, or Raquel for her cold attitude towards I like Sheena. I think we've already sent Raquel. Ugh. Al Pacino sperm. <laughs> I mean, Al Pacino's sperm is working. It's the hardest working, working sperm, sperm in, uh, in all the land. I thought it was retired. It so must be so annoying for his sperm. It's like, we thought we were like retired. We thought we were done. And yet we persevere. Yeah, I think that... I think we could send Lindsay... Yeah, let's send Lindsay. We'll send her, you know, economy plus. She, she'll get the ride. Delta she'll, plus, yeah. She, yeah, Delta plus. She'll se- sell some timeshares. I think she'll enjoy getting the tan. Yeah. She won't learn She's not anything. She's selling timeshares. Yeah, she, she won't learn anything. If anything, she'll try, like, probably get, like, Bravo to film her there. Yes, she'll do a special of, like, her mm-hmm. own version of Teresa Checks In. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, all right. Bye, Lindsay. We're hypothetically sending you to the Caymans. We have to send a, a guest. Oh, send a guest with her? No, we have to send a, a guest to... Oh, Aileen's laughs constantly. Like it. It's kind of annoying. Thank you so much. I don't know if we want to um, send that person. <laughs> I don't know. The, honestly, guys, we need more good reviews. <laughs> <laughs> okay, someone wrote that... Uh, for some reason, they only wrote four stars, but they said they sometimes recall the comment about Barack and Taylor dating and LOL to themselves. So... We're here to give you the celebrity dating hypotheticals that you never knew you needed. And, you know, go leave us a five-star review and we'll shout you out on the show. And that one was the username is Jam, J-C-N-J. Um, are these getting <laughs> weird? We'll no, think about it. <laughs> my favorite my favorite is when, um, like, Andy does, like, and, uh, like, 6969 lover asks Raquel why are you why do you love ice skating <laughs> like it's yes. re- that's my that's favorite true. when he just like any type of reunion the tweets yeah the tweets or or when he like there he's asking the question like in Jersey reunion he had some funny ones it's just I love it that's, that's a good funny. that's good TV but anyway that's it for this week's at Betches podcast you can follow me at Aileen and me at Jordana Abraham Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe, and we'll see you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, Rebecca Sosmacat, and Aliza Zim. Editing by Basilio Perez. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.